Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. And we got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk about Elon Musk and his journey to Mars. It's going to be great. But first, I want to say thank you so much to all of you who have been listening to the the podcast. DeHuff Uncensored has been a kicking butt and taking name, and I credit all of you for that. So thank you so much. You've been interacting with me on social media, on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you guys so much. Having a blast doing that. Let's keep it up. Thank you so much for reaching out via email as well. I got a lot of great suggestions on future episodes. We'll get into those. If you want to hit me up with an email, dehuffoncensored at gmail.com, and I'll be checking that on a regular basis, and it should be fun. Got a lot of great ideas already flowing in. Can't wait to get into those, but today... We're going to talk about Elon Musk. Like I said, he's uh, he wants to have a multiverse or whatever you would call it. It's kind of like Avengers. We're going to be like Avengers living in the everywhere else other than Earth or maybe even Earth. Let's 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 have him clarify real quick. Been now almost half a century since humans were last on the moon. It's too long. We need to get back there and and uh, and have a permanent base on the moon. I think a, a, like a big permanently occupied base on the moon and uh, and then build a city on Mars. How crazy are we as a society that we're like, we just jacked up Earth. So let's go ahead and just like, I just got a scratch on my car. Instead of buying a new car, or excuse me, instead of, I just spoiled it. Oh, God damn it. Instead of fixing the scratch and the dent and whatever is on the car, I'm just going to buy a new one. No big deal. That's what we're doing with Earth. We're essentially, it's scratched and dented, and we're like, fuck, that's just too hard to fix. Uh, let's just go ahead and buy, get a new one. Hey, look at that one over there. Let's get that one. That's great. Oh, my God, look at that. Ooh, the possibilities are amazing. It looks like a giant ball in the sky. Let's go live there. That looks great. So he wants to colonize on Mars, and he wants to have a base on the moon. That's insane. The cost alone has got to be out of this world. Because if you look at the Perseverance rover that's up there now, dicking around, driving around like my Honda Accord, which I love. Anyway, there's one of those essentially up on Mars, rolling around, shooting up a helicopter, that's, uh, you know, basically like some dude, you know, there's some kid back in like Houston, just like just got out of high school. And he's the one that is the expert on the drone. He's like drinking his uh, what do kids drink? I sound so fucking old when I say that. But it's 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 a uh, not a Red Bull. I love Red Bulls, but that's not like it's like some monster energy drink shit drinking kid picking his nose. He was picking his nose, drinking monster energy drink. Flying a drone on Mars. Anyway, Perseverance rover that's up there on Mars right now, it, it, that costs $2.7 billion. Now, $80 million of that is the in, Ingenuity helicopter. That's $80 million. $5 million of that is to operate that helicopter, that drone, essentially, for one month. That's just stupid. All right, so that's expensive. But now if you take that $2.7 billion and you kind of uh, 
put it side by side some other things. Disney made over $2.5 billion worldwide for Avengers Endgame. $2.5 billion to watch Thanos. By the way, I hate when people say they don't say Thanos. They say, what is it, Thanos? Thanos? <laughs> it's Thanos, right? Or am I wrong? My son says it the wrong way on purpose just to piss me off. He's eight. He's already a dick. Jeez. Anyway, by the way, the ingenuity, the thing that costs $80 million, is only a foot and a half tall. <laughs> to give you some perspective on how much everything's going to cost if we start sending people up there. Now, he wants to send people up there. He wants to send a, a shuttle up there uh with his company, SpaceX, who just got backed up by uh, NASA. They want to start sending some more things up there in about two years. But in 2024, maybe even 2026, they want to try to get people up there, start getting people up there. So what does that mean? You know, it's, it's dangerous. Uh, it's uncomfortable. Um, it's a long journey. You might not, you know, come back alive. Um, but it's a glorious adventure, and uh, it'll be amazing, an, an amazing experience. And your name will go in history. Yes, you might die. <laughs> it's going to be uncomfortable, and you probably won't have good food, and all these things, you know. Well, some of you may die. But the food, yeah, it's going to taste like shit, too. Basically, this is not a very appealing job. You could die, or if you make it, you're going to be eating uh, piles of garbage <laughs> for, and possibly your own feces. I don't know. We're still rolling around, possibly. It's not going to be that exciting of a trip up there, but it would be cool if you could go up there and be a part of something like that and the development of you're not it's not like you're going into a new company and you're developing a new, you know, sandwich for Subway and be like, "Guys, I have some great ideas. Let's do the traditional white bread, but let's also throw in get this guys, let's do meatballs." with jalapenos and pineapple. This guy's a genius. God damn it. He's a genius. No, you're going up to another fucking planet and you're developing shit. I would be... Listen, if I was single, I would do it in a heartbeat. It's like, you don't have, if you don't have kids and you're not married, you don't... I guess if I didn't have a girlfriend as well, I would go... I would just... Not that I have a girlfriend now. That sounded kind of weird when I said that. I don't, I don't. I trust me. I could not handle it. My wife is a handful. That broad is a handful. She's gonna listen to this and just punch, punch me right in the arm. She's like, why the, why did you call me a broad? And why did you call me a handful? She doesn't sound like that at all. But she would punch me. She is very tough. Anyway. So anyway, circling back, uh, I, I, it would be cool. If you had nothing going on in your life, I think that would be neat. But the fact that you could, there's a really good chance that you would die. And even if you made it there, it's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be a good time. It's not like you're going up there and like it's Hawaii or Bora Bora or wherever else is nice in this beautiful planet that we're jacking up. So that it's it's going to be interesting to see the people that go up there. They're going to be people that just don't have anything going else going on. Because I can't imagine a spouse is going to be like, yeah, 
unless they hate him. They're like, oh, God, could you fucking get out of my face? Oh, there's an opportunity for you to go to Mars? Yeah, go. Are you sure, honey? Do you want me to? Yes, fucking leave. I hate your face. Get out. Oh, my God. I could totally see that. That's what the guy's going to be like. Are you sure? Honey? Yeah, you, you haven't been reading the signs for years. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Anyway, so that's probably what's going to be. It's either going to be a single guy or a guy that's oblivious that the, his wife hates him. That type of thing. And then the ladies are going to be just, you know, they're, they're going to do their thing. And they'll be doing, uh, it'll probably be single ladies. I think women can do better by themselves than guys can do by themselves. We'll see. We'll see who ends up going up there. But it will be interesting to see what they start building. And obviously the cost is going to be enormous. Because if you're you're not just thinking about the cost of, well, geez, let's start from the basics of from the very beginning, you guys listening that are in construction and, and have a more of a clue than I do. But you think about just the materials, transportation of materials, are you build what are you building here and then transporting up? Or are you doing the majority of building up there in on Mars and the moon as the base? I mean, that's the fascinating thing. That's gonna be expensive. Think about construction projects. I mean, just the amount of miscellaneous things that you need. And and how many times have you guys been on a site and something breaks, uh, equipment breaks. What are you going to do up there? Well, you got to have people that are uh, smart enough mechanics to be able to try to troubleshoot and fix it on their own. I imagine most of you guys know how to do that type of stuff. Uh, if you're on a site, you, you're pretty good and handy at fixing stuff on the fly. But, I mean, ultimately, that's going to be a big problem. I mean, you start to think just the transportation alone of equipment and materials is just insane. And that's going to be, I mean, $2.7 billion to get, you know, a little compact car essentially up to Mars. $2.7 billion? Wow. You got to think that it's just going to be piling up and piling up. So you start thinking about all that type of stuff. By the way, so you think about Disney made $2.5 billion off of Avengers Endgame worldwide. The pornography industry generated or generates $12 billion in annual revenue. That's larger than the combined annual, combined annual revenues of ABC, NBC, and CBS. And the internet pornography industry generates $2.5 billion in annual revenue, which leads to the question, who the fuck is paying for porn? I know one guy. I can't tell you his name, but I used to work with him. Good guy. But when he dropped that bombshell on me and a few other people, we were all just floored. And we all started laughing immediately. They're like, who the fuck pays for porn? And he's like, well, I want that. I need... I need good stuff. I need high quality, high resolution stuff. Nothing like, I don't want to be looking like I'm looking at a VHS. I'm like, dude, you got problems if you need, wow, okay. I wish I could tell you his name and you would just be just like, what? What a dumbass. <laughs> like who, who pays for, anyway, you can get it for free. 
I'm not going to go any further than that. But then, but that got me thinking. Basically, this uh, trip to Mars to colonize on the on Mars and to put a base on the moon, this needs to be backed by the pornography industry. Hear me out. Twelve million dollars, twelve billion dollars, excuse me, in annual revenue. That's insane. That's going to pay for a big chunk of it. And then, listen, you just have like, you know, a, a ship going up to Mars and it's like SpaceX presented by Pornhub, Pornhub.com. Get your rocks off because we're headed to Mars, you know, and it's a big old floppy wiener hanging, flying through the air. It's going to be great. It's great. Just add a couple balls at the bottom. Be great. Super. <laughs> That's so stupid. But you could imagine $12 billion. That's insane. The other things that you got to think about in this situation is who's going to be in charge up there? I don't even know what the logistics are when it comes to that. I know when you go up to the moon, it's like a big process. Uh, there are some uh, approvals that you need to get in order to go up there, which obviously for somebody like you and me, that that's, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm up to speed on, Oh, by the way, we got to go Carol with SC and S blah, 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 because uh, we need to get approval to go on the moon because I have some stuff to do. I got some errands to run. So that's going to be interesting to see who's in charge. Is that going to be a country? Is that going to be corporations? Either way, it's just going to be a big fucking hot mess. And I do, that's, that's going to be just chaos. That's just chaos waiting to happen because, you know, there's going to be some dickheads that are, you know, with some big corporations. Big oil, big oil, I want to drill. Basically, I want to go up to Mars and start drilling for oil. Oil. Yeah. Fuck you. Jeez. That's, let's ruin that planet too while we're at it. God, can't wait to fuck that one up. Jeez. All right, so why would we do it? Why would we go up to Mars? Why is the idea of having two planets to go back and forth, you know, kind of disperse our 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 population, our our society? We have, you got the Earthlings, you got the Martians. Just really crazy to think about. Why would we do it? Well, one of the biggest ones is this planet is way overpopulated. The current world population right now is 7.9 billion people. The current average population increases an estimated 81 million people per year. So right around 2026, let's say that that's when we, uh, when Elon ends up just sending people up there in general, just like, you know, I, I imagine it's going to be a small crew, whatever it ends up being. But just by then, it's going to be 8.2 billion uh, world population. That's insane. That's just crazy to think. Just We have way so many people. Now, if we're able to build things up there on Mars and we're able to actually split our society, you know it's going to be the high-end dicks that are going to end up on Mars. We'll just call it Planet Dick. <laughs> Mars. Welcome to Planet Dick. Otherwise known as Mars. We're rich fuckers, but we don't care. That's what's going to end up being. It's not going to be people like me that end up on Mars. It's going to be these guys that have just these insane amounts of income, disposable income. They're going to be all up there. Maybe that's a good thing. 
I don't know. Actually, maybe no, that's probably, who knows? Christ, I don't know. It's going to be insane when we get to that point. Will that ever happen in my lifetime? I, Gosh, I don't even know. But the way we evolve so quickly as a human race, uh, I could see it, but we'll see. Uh, another reason why we will be going up there. We've trashed the shit out of this planet. And this is not a PSA, like, make sure you recycle. Don't worry. Make sure you buy green. Listen, I get that. And I know that gets kind of annoying to some people. But our oceans are a mess. And it's pretty gross when you go to a beach nowadays. Uh, I was in... I was in Miami a few years ago for the Super Bowl, covering the Super Bowl. And the amount of garbage that just you would see on, on the beach from people, you know, straws. Oh, that's, that's one thing that pisses people off is, I don't, I don't want to drink out of a paper straw. I want a fucking plastic straw. It's like, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. Just I'll drink whatever. I'll drink. I don't even need a straw, really, to be honest, but whatever. The oceans are a mess is what I'm getting at. An estimated 8 million tons of plastic make their way into the oceans every single year. That's equal to dumping a garbage truck garbage truck of plastic every minute into the ocean. Every minute there's a garbage truck full of plastic being dumped into the ocean. That's insane. So this one this information is pretty interesting too. 51 trillion microplastic particles, 5 hundred times more than the stars in our galaxy litter our oceans and seas and that seriously threatens our marine wildlife so i mean by 2020 or excuse me 2050 so just under 30 years from now if the rate of plastic pollution continues there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than there is fish i imagine that's actually gonna unless we do something that's just it's gonna be that if not sooner it would cost an estimated $175 billion to clean up our oceans. Which leads me to, why don't we use more bioplastics? Well, part of that is going back to corporations. They don't want to take the little bit of a hit that that's going to be to switch up their production line and all that shit in dealing with big plastic. Is big plastic a thing? Is there like a big plant? I'm, sh- I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Anyway, it's, it's going to cost somebody... In, in, more than somebody, uh, some people, uh, some money. And that's what ultimately what this is about is why would we want to change and fix what's in front of us? Let's just go, you know, we fucked this up. Let's just move on. Let's just go to another place. Uh, really? <sighs> okay. Why it could work. Why it could work. Because as a whole... When people look at colonizing Mars, it seems like an easier solution. Kind of like what I was just saying. It is easy. Fuck. I just made this mistake. Look at that over there. Let's just go do that. That's fine. Forget this. Let's put this. Put Earth Put Earth behind us. Let's just go ahead and... Uh, well, we got the money. Let's just go up to uh, Mars. Yeah, that's fine. Easy peasy. Whew. Don't look back, everyone. It's also pretty neat to think about living on a new planet. It's also scary, but it is kind of neat to think about, wow, could you imagine? What a great little fucking bragging thing you would, you rich folk would, <laughs> would have. You're like, I live on Mars. What about you? Oh, you live on that trash planet. Earth. 
Yeah, fuck you, Courtney. I imagine if you're rich, your name's Courtney. <laughs> the gravity on Mars is much lower than it is here on Earth. 62% lower, to be precise. That means a person who weighs 220 pounds on Earth would weigh only 83 pounds on Mars. Holy shit, man. That's like a good fucking diet. That's right, cowboy. I know. It is. Wow. Hey, did you guys do you guys ever remember hearing about in the early 90s? I forgot about this. 1991 to 1993, Biosphere 2 had eight people living in like a dome out in the middle of Arizona somewhere. They were trying to simulate what it's like to live on Mars and to survive on a, a, essentially a foreign planet. How can they how can they sustain life? How can people interact? All that stuff. Well, it some people call it a big uh, failure, whereas when you read it and you start realizing, yes, it, it, as far as the society within, there was eight people, and they ended up splitting into two groups, four and four, and basically two tribes, and they just they did their own things. Group one, group two, they did their own things, and they hated each other. They start spitting on each other. Nobody ever got violent, but other than the spitting, I don't know, if somebody spit on me, I'd punch him right in the fucking throat. Right? Anyway, uh, so there's no violence, physical violence. Uh, they did realize that they ran out of oxygen a lot faster than they expected. So the good thing about that experiment that some people will lean on as to, oh, that was a big mistake. We can't, you know, blah, 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 live on Mars now. Well, every time that you do something, when you're trying to discover something, and, you know, you're going into uncharted territory, you're going to make mistakes. So despite the fact that there was quote-unquote mistakes in Biosphere 2, they did learn a whole shit ton. So that's a good thing that that's in our back pocket, and I imagine they'll continue to do more. As we get closer to the possibilities of this, there's going to be more and more uh, biosphere-type situations around the United States and the, the world, really, to be honest, trying to figure out how can we simulate that environment that we're going to go to and, and grow. I mean, let's be honest. Matt Damon did it in, the, in Martian, and uh, he grew potatoes. Okay, let's not forget that. And he survived. And that's based on a real story. No, it's not. But anyway, it would be cool if it was. And based on uh, the NASA rover data, temperatures on Mars at low altitudes are similar to those on Antarctica. So it's not going to be a very comfortable place, like Elon said. It's not going to be comfortable. It's just going to be a shitstorm, essentially. If we ended up having a community of some sort on Mars, you know somebody's going to mess it up. Think about your neighborhood or your workplace. There's at least one guy or a lady that's just off. I'll call him Todd. One day, alarms go, we're gonna, they're going to be going off. You know it is. Next thing you know, you see Todd from Sector 4 huffing on some pure oxygen after bu busting off a valve post just so he could try to get high. I've seen it a million times, guys. Todd. Don't trust a guy named Todd. 
but you'd be like, uh, what are you doing, Todd? Todd? Can you see me, Todd? Hello, Todd. Can you see me? Yeah, he's going to be high as fuck. And it's because, and he's just going to like kill like all these people or just jack shit up. That's what really worries me. It's like, you know, you see like the group, there's always like one guy or one lady that most likely it's a guy because usually ladies are smarter than us and they're just going to do some dumb shit. Like what, it, what would happen? I know there's people that get paid to do this job, but I'm going to see if I can rewire this and uh, make it work in a special way. Five seconds later, oh shit, no, and everybody dies. Way to go, Todd. Way to go, Todd. So I think as of right now, I think this is a bad choice. It's a lot of money that we could be spending here on this planet. I mean, $2.7 billion, guys, to send up a Honda. That's ridiculous. And you know it's going to be millions and millions of dollars. And eventually what that that's going to be, and, and hate to get political, but that's going to be coming out of our pockets, taxpayer pockets. And I don't want to deal with that crap. Now, that being said, if corporations find a way to just, you know, pay for it themselves, that's going to supply a lot of jobs. So that's, a, I guess, a positive out of it. There would be a lot of jobs both here on Earth as well as in Mars and the moon. So I guess that would be a good way to do it. But I would rather all those resources be focused here on Earth and just fix the shit that we have here. And I know that's easier said than done, but... Also, going to Mars is easier said than done. So why don't we pull our heads out of our ass and just try to fucking fix the shit that we have here? Go on, guys. It's just a little bit of effort. You guys are smarter than me. Fix it. Hopefully, this was an interesting podcast. I, I just find it fascinating just how much it would cost just for us to try to, you know, move past our mistake that is damaging the Earth and just moving on to another planet and, you know, kind of doing a you know, two, two-sided thing where we got planet one, planet two. That's just crazy to think about how much money that would cause and what would go into it. And I think that there is just so much that would go into it. It's just ridiculous. I just think it is, it, I think ultimately it is a pipe dream. But that being said, I, I guess prove me wrong. Uh, Elon Musk, you are much smarter than I am, and you got a lot of people that work with you and for you that are in extremely intelligent. So, uh, yeah, prove us all wrong, but I, I just don't see how this is a possible thing. Uh, maybe you guys have other opinions. Maybe you guys agree with me. Hit me up at uh, on Twitter at dehuff d e h u f f. Or you can send me an email, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. Always love hearing from you guys. A lot to digest in this episode. Just a lot that I'm sure that I missed in regards to what goes, what would go into this and why it would be a positive or why it is a negative. But again, circling back, I just don't see why this is a good idea. Plus, you know, Todd's going to fuck shit up. Don't trust Todd. My God, Todd. Seriously, are you getting high in on Mars? Although that would be kind of a cool bragging thing. You'd be like, where is the craziest thing you, place you've ever gotten high? Uh, on Mars? <laughs> what? 
you were so high you felt like you were on Mars? No, no, no. Uh, I got high on Mars. Also, it would be weird like if you were the first restaurant up there. Because restaurant workers, which we've discovered here in the pandemic era, is that a lot of restaurant workers kind of get, they weren't respected. And I feel like they're still not as respected as they deserve to be. It would be kind of crazy to be the first like restaurant workers up in, whether it's on the moon or on Mars, because it would just be wild. Be like, hey, where uh, where do you work? Uh well, I don't know. I work on Mars. <laughs> what? Holy shit. What do you what do you do up there? Were you a electrical engineer? What what is it? What would you I'm a fry cook. <laughs> what? What the fuck? A fry cook on Well, that's But that would be crazy. That would be awesome. Yeah, by the way, we can get into restaurant industry. I I some of my best years and some of the best employees I ever had worked in the restaurant industry. Some of the greatest workers I've ever seen were in the restaurant industry. Best managers I ever had by far were in the restaurant industry, including my brother who was my manager for a little bit. And I learned a lot from him. And uh, he's still in the restaurant industry out in Australia in uh, right around Putney, which is near Sydney. He has a, a restaurant out there, uh, by the way. So if you're out in the Sydney area, uh, try Gringo's Putney. It's a Mexican restaurant out in in Australia. The food looks amazing. I've read all the reviews from you guys that have uh, had an opportunity to eat there, and everything is just stellar. Everybody seems to love it. I wish I could taste it. I know that when I, I've been around him, in years past when he's cooked uh, he loves to cook and he is an amazing chef as is his wife and they do such a great job I just wish I could go out there one of these days COVID kind of screws things up but eventually in the next few years I'd like to go out there even if it's by myself don't tell my wife I would love to go out there <laughs> just I'll take the podcast on the road where are we at? We're broadcasting live from Gringo's Putney, just uh, west of Sydney, Australia, in New South Wales. Yeah, it's, it'd be fun. A lot of fun out there. Uh, if you're out there, please hit me up and tell me how you like the food. So it'd be great because obviously I can't get it and I wish I could. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I've got a new podcast coming out in a couple days. I'm going to try to do these twice a week, maybe... Uh, yeah, about twice a week I think is going to be a good good uh, rotation for me because I still got to do a bunch of other shit around the house. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time.